Do we have what it takes to entertain billionaires while competing in the Grand Prix of the future for episode number 34 of the Retro Rewind podcast? And what's cool is we're all pixelated. Retro Rewind podcast initialized. Mission identified. F0, 1990. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems known. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take another look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 34. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can vote in our poll on whether you thought F-Zero was a classic, nostalgic, or tragic. And you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, a designer, and daunted by many driving deaths. And I am joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul Bowers. Hi, Paul. Hello, Francisco. Did you have a prediction, or are you going to do that later? Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I had a prediction. I predicted that F-Zero would be a nostalgic game. And, Paul, as is our custom, my question for you is, if you could add either of these two uh, vehicles to an F-Zero game, which would it be? The... Flying DeLorean from Back to the Future 2 or the Flying Taxi from The Fifth Element? It has to be the flying vehicle? Well, yeah, these are hover cars, so yeah. They... Oh, then I picked the Batwing. I, that wasn't a choice. Well, that's what I picked. <laughs> yeah, technically, that's an airship. All right, fine, the Ecto-2. <laughs> that wasn't hovering. No, it was a helicopter. It can oh, hover. from the cartoon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Paul. And what did you predict F-Zero would be? A classic. A classic. All right. And we are joined one more time? No. We are joined again by Kitos, the game correspondent, Ruiz. Welcome back, Kitos. Hello, everyone. And thank you for having me again. Absolutely. The game guru. The game guru. Game guru. <laughs> My question, uh, so that the, we can get to know you even better is being the game guru that you are which video game console would you say had the best collection of racing games of racing games oh was wow arcade. Uh, <laughs> oh i would i would say oh, that's a really tough one because there's there's good ones on a lot of consoles everybody knows ColecoVision had the best <laughs> it's all about virtual boy yeah um, Let's see. You know, I'm probably wrong here, but I'm... It's your opinion. You can't really be wrong. There's factual <laughs> information to base <laughs> off. Um, no, but uh, yeah, in my opinion, I would say the console to go to for racing games would definitely have to be the Xbox. Original. Now, are you... Are you talking about for sheer volume of games or graphics or playability or what are you basing it off of? I'm basing it off of playability. Okay. And my favorite racing game was on the Xbox. (laughs) That helps. This isn't one of them. Wait, don't answer that. Oh, wait, you already did. (laughs) 
Anyway, Paul, will you please uh, put in the nav points for the show into the computer for Alice? Uh, Alice, uh, let's have a roundtable discussion on whether we think F-Zero is a classic or not so much and why. And then let's go to a new tube segment and then wrap up the show with feedback and possibly some announcements. Very good, Paul. Thank you. And Alice, once you've locked in our target, please spin up the reactor. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. Nintendo Entertainment System. You won't believe the power. You won't believe the control. You won't believe the jumps, the curves, or the feeling you get until you experience it for yourself. <sighs> Whoa! That's fine! F-Zero for the ultimate G-Force only in the next generation from Nintendo. Now you're playing with... Power. Super Super power. power. <laughs> yeah, I love those commercials. <laughs> So this is what we remembered from F-Zero. In terms of story, in the future, all that is left is racing ultra-fast hover cars. Well, maybe not all that's left, because Captain Falcon enters the F-Zero race to stop the pink fish <laughs> racer guy who's a crime boss in the future. Falcon Punch. I completely forgot he was a uh, part of this. I thought was he just spawned with Super Smash Brothers. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's the driver for the blue car. Is that where this? Is that where he originated from? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. let's, guys. In terms of gameplay, what we remembered is this was a hard game where I ran into walls a lot. No, wait. This was one of the more easier games to control the car. Uh, regardless, it felt faster than other games of the time. And for multiplayer, two-player was fine, but there weren't any power-ups really to help if you fell way behind. Um, I played it Just a bit with my brother, but not much <laughs> since we weren't equally skilled. And there's a lot in there that's wrong, but I think the above all is the multiplayer aspect. So it there's wasn't not even multiplayer? Two, no, there's no two players. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. That's why I don't remember playing against my brother yeah. much. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, but, you know, that's kind of a technical detail. And speaking of technicals, Paul, take it away. Okay. This uh, game, F-Zero, was uh, developed for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and the Super Family Computer over in Japan. The game was released in Japan on November 21st, 1990, in North America on August 23rd, 1991, almost a year later, and then in Europe on June 4th, 1992, almost another year later. Um, <laughs> that was directly at the end. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't find much more on the technicalities, only that uh, this game went on to uh, sell more than a million copies and oh at the time when it was released in japan only this this was the only game besides super mario world that was available but by the time it was released in the u.s there was about four or six other titles available for the super nintendo so i thought that was interesting did you have any other technicals that you wanted to add it oh it's in color 
In Technicolor? <laughs> yeah, unlike Pong. <laughs> no, I didn't have any other technicals, so thank you, Paul. There was, uh, actually, there was uh, one more thing. It was one of the first games to introduce this, like, 3D-ish. Mode 7 graphics? Yeah, the, yes. yeah, the Mode 7 graphics. This, like, 3D uh, feel to... It was fake to, 3D. Uh, yeah, it was a fake 3D feel to a 2D interface exactly yeah yeah if you uh, remember back to our super mario kart episode which also featured kitos that's uh, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 11 you can go back and listen to that but that hold, also hold used... on which one Ele- i'm writing this down uh, which 11 okay 11 okay go yeah <laughs> uh that we also i think we brought up the mode 7 graphics also because that's super mario kart used it as well yes but let's talk about the things we loved about this game, F-Zero, not Super Mario Kart. Uh, Kidos, oh, let's start with you. What's one thing you really loved about F-Zero? Um, loved after playing it or loved before playing it? While playing it. Oh, okay. Um, so one thing I really liked was it was, it was really like fluid and smooth. And um, like my control, I felt like I was in control of the the car, um, which is actually a direct contrast to what I had talked about in the Mario Kart episode we did, where it felt like I had no control over my character at all. Maybe because I was playing Bowser, but still. <laughs> in this, I played with multiple cars, and I felt much more in control. It felt oh, awesome. the the controls were responsive to me. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Very cool. How did you feel about the controls, Paul? Are we allowed to talk about it? Uh, well, I guess if you <laughs> didn't like them, then say, I'll abstain for now. I'll abstain for now. That's because it was my favoriteest part ever, not. Oh. <laughs> I was going to be like, really? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and I think I'll probably abstain as well. <laughs> Oh, man. Tough crowd. The jury's out on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, what's something you really loved about F-Zero? I like the the speed, the the fact it it felt you could go very, it was going really fast, but yet it still felt you were somewhat in control. Not like, oh, it's going too fast. I'm out of control. Mm -hmm. You know, but it had that feel of going really fast, you know? Yeah. So it, I don't know how they did that exactly, but it, it uh, compared to other racing games, especially on the Super Nintendo, it seemed really fast. Yeah, I I would say I would like credit that to the art direction. There's something about it that I agree. It the graphics were so much better than I remembered them being. I was really mm. impressed by the graphics and and to it's really odd that this came out. This was one of the launch titles for the Super Nintendo. And that Mario Kart came out, I think, a couple years later and yeah, looked, yeah, yeah. in my opinion, a lot worse. I was uh, really surprised by that. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. It, it Going and playing this after we did the Mario um, Mario Kart episode, I'm just, I'm amazed right? that exactly. this game came out beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Kidos, let's go back to you. What's something else that you liked about the game? The other thing I liked, it actually goes along with 
what you guys were saying about how fast it felt was when you crashed. I mean, I didn't like crashing, but it you could feel the crash. Well, and it was your vibration set oh, on no, your controller? No, no, no nothing like that. <laughs> but feedback. it was just like when you knew when you hit like the sides of the wall or another car. You really felt it. They really yeah. got that jump. Yeah. yeah. And go ahead, Paul. I was about to say, it, it kind of gets your nerves even more on edge. Like, no, no, get away. <laughs> and it kind of builds up. And I like when you die, it kind of like zooms forward and the camera angle and it turns back and you can see the crash. I thought that was good. I thought it was good camera work on that. Am yeah. I and, no, no. I, I, oh, okay. I, oh, I, I don't. We'll you get didn't like seeing the crash. <laughs> no, no. I was going to say, I was going to go into the camera work, but we'll get to that in that. Oh, later. another part. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I do want to say, going back to what Keith said about how you feel the hits, and I'd say, especially on the crash, I, I, I think where that, where you get that sort of impact is that it goes to black for a second before it brightens up again and the camera moves forward and turns around. I think that definitely like gives you this impact of death that you, I don't think you really get that in a lot of other games. Mm, I didn't catch that. Well, you can be looking for that next time you play. If oh, maybe you play again. I just never died, maybe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we were playing tells with the... you that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already said how I like the camera moves when you die. Because uh, my car certainly wasn't moving when I died. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably didn't like dying, Paul, but what was something else no. you liked? I like the ability to uh, choose the different cars based on, um, and each car had a different uh, uh, strength and weakness about it. Mm -hmm. So um, I know a lot of cars, uh, especially, I mean, think all racing car games do that now. But when this came out, most of the ones like on the Super Nintendo, or not, sorry, not the Super Nintendo, the original NES didn't have that capability. It was like, oh, you got a blue car and a red car, and they all basically drove the same. Mm -hmm. So I remember when this came out, I was like, oh, no, I want this car, not just because of how it looks, but because of the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm curious, do you, what game, what cars do you guys remember playing the most when you were a kid? I remember playing Golden Fox a lot, which was the, obviously the, the, gold, the yellow gold car, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's because it was quick on the speed, right? Yeah. Acceleration. Yeah. yeah. I I like a, in this playthrough. I started out again. Oh, and actually, a quick tangent. I played this on the Wii Virtual Console with the Classic Controller. How did you guys play this? Go ahead, Paul. Oh, uh, emulator using the Logitech Two Rumble Pad. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I uh, I actually used something new this time. Um, it is an emulator, and it's for Android, but it's on the NVIDIA Shield. Oh, cool. You can use yeah. the Android uh, yeah. emulator on there? Yeah, so I use SNES uh, 9X. That's oh. the one I used, yeah. That's what I used, but on my PC. Yeah, <laughs> they have an Android uh, app. Oh, wow. So I use that. The yeah. only SNES emulator Nick Fury recommends. Nick Fury. Wait, Samuel L. Jackson? Because of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because of S.H.I.E.L.D. NVIDIA S.H.I.E.L.D. It's... Oh. Let's just get back on top. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, yeah, Spaceballs. 
Okay, so that's how we played it. Uh, but in terms of <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. Oh, Francisco, what did you like about this? There was something else we were talking about though before that, and I totally got off on a tangent. Uh, the cars. Minutes. Which car oh, we were the using? The cars. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Golden Fox. And so I, I played. I was gonna say I played Golden Fox. This time though, I started with the blue. Uh, yeah, me too. Captain, Captain Falcon. Blue. Captain Punch. Falcons, the Blue Falcon. That's what it was called. Or is it Falco Punch? I think <laughs> Falcon. It's Falcon Punch. Anyway, oh. and and yeah, so I changed that because I like the acceleration. Because there's so many turns, it seems like you need to have quick acceleration after each turn, especially <clears> when you hit the walls. I well, thought that uh, too. Yes. Golden Fox had the best acceleration. It does. That's why I chose that. I just oh. I afterwards like I. Very first, I'm like, I'll just start with the base, like medium grade yeah, car, yeah, and just go down uh, the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. Um, That's what right. I started to do, but then I just stayed with the yellow car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I, I, uh, I actually used the. I remember growing up, I used the pink car, and I remember yeah, how yeah. bad. I remember how bad it was. So this yeah. time around, I didn't even mess around with it. <laughs> no pink for me. Did you use the green hornet? I I started with the yellow. Actually, I remember it being the best. Yeah. Nice. And then in the end, I actually switched to the blue and thought oh, it was the it was was the best. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. So you got. It sounds like we all liked at least some of the vehicles. Something else I liked that isn't really related to the vehicles, but well, it's somewhat related to the vehicles, is the idea of having power to your vehicles and it's taken away when you hit the walls. I thought that was an interesting substitute for, like, vehicle damage. Yeah, and, I was going to say that. But, yeah, I agree with you. Can you continue? Yeah, it's just... It was an, sort of a interesting strategy element, which, yeah. again, you'd have in terms of, like, if this was an F1 Formula 1 uh, type racing game <laughs> that means that term more uh, wait you'd have pause like, okay go then you'd have pit <laughs> pit crews and tire changes but in lieu of that i thought it made sense to, since it's the future you just have this power beam that powers you up yeah i thought it was a great um el- another element and dynamic yeah. to the game mm-hmm. yeah i i had completely forgotten about it when i had i i started playing again i'm like oh yeah the this power bar and it was it defeated me over and over <laughs> again oh okay so when the we first started when i first started racing i noticed to the left i think it was to the left that that power strip i was like i remember i wanted to to drive over this and this beam would go down but i couldn't remember why and so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then as i'm going through and i'm like oh man i'm losing energy and then i i drive again i was like oh this is why <laughs> but when i first started playing around this time i kept running into the walls more oh, than i would actually funny. get a power back it was like i don't know if this is worth it but <laughs> then i figured out the lnr tap to yes. move over and yes. move yeah. back yeah Oh, that's funny. Um, I'm curious in terms of forgetting the sort of capabilities. Did you? Did either of you remember the whole power boost thing that you get after you complete each lap? 
the what? nitro what? Ty- wow okay. yeah what so i never got that every time you complete I a got lap the jump you get a <laughs> you get a little like power boost thing that's like a little s underneath your vehicle yeah i thought those were lives no yeah no. i think the number above that is your lives but there's a, there's like three S's. You can get a maximum of three. And those uh-huh. are like speed boosts that you press. I forget what button. It's like X or Y, I think. And then, oh. yeah, it, it kind of helps a lot, especially when you're passed huh. by everyone after one little tap. It helps a lot if you don't run right into a wall, too. Sure. Yeah, you should save them for straightaways. But yes. Uh, well, See, that would have been helpful. Yeah. Maybe right? I should have yeah. read the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> then i would have known we were performing for billionaires <laughs> yeah where did you get that from uh wikipedia the oh, instruction okay. book <laughs> i've kept a pristine edition all these years <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh so i only have one more thing that i really love that i would think would make f-zero a classic were there any sort of uh, random ones that you guys had the music, oh. uh, big big blue. Mm-hmm. I mean I, oh. that music. I I can hear it in my head still. Right. Really. Do 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 F-Zero classic for me. I was just really the floored music. by the music. Yes, wow. it was so good. And it was like I was waking up with it in my head. It is that yeah. impactful oh, How for much me. Yeah. were you playing this? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Yeah. You're welcome, listener. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, I, the music I was, I was really impressed with for a game like this. And I think one of you said it on a previous game episode where having the the just 16 bits worth of channels or whatever to work with having that limitation really sort of spurred on the creativity of the composers cuz some of this 16 bit music is amazing case in yeah. point f0 yes hmm. completely agree <laughs> well thank you paul doesn't agree but what something oh no i thought it was oh. fine it oh, wasn't okay. bad um, I, I wouldn't disagree that it was, uh, oh, this is one of the things I hated. I thought it was fun. I think it added to the game, but I, it, I, it's just not memorable to me, so I can't really talk much about it. Well, what can you talk about? The thing that I liked the most, and you, you kind of touched on this before. In fact, you may have just flat out <laughs> said it. Um, but the overall uh, design of the yeah. cars and mm. the, uh, the layout uh, – of the future it was a a fun uh design to me i really liked uh the design (laughs) just to be redundant (laughs) yeah very good yeah each environment was unique yeah and i like fun yeah the the different i i like the fact that they had different levels and it was kind of a it's kind of similar. I mean, it wasn't like, oh wow, this world is vastly different, but it was different enough to, uh, you know, to make it interesting. But the overall mm-hmm. look of the game, I, I enjoyed. Yeah, totally. Uh, 
for yeah for you know 2d graphics uh, i i really liked it yeah i didn't have i didn't feel like oh man this is an old game i didn't yeah. have that feeling yeah oh very you well didn't put, feel yeah. like inhibited by the lack of graphics yes yeah if only i had 3d here i could do so much better <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right Keith, what was the thing that would make f-zero a classic for you um Make it a classic for me. Like the thing you love the most about it. The entire thing. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> Those billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that made a classic for me is just how it was really easy to pick up, but also it was unbelievably challenging. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. The challenge factor is very high on this game. I will admit that. At least for <laughs> yes, me. yes, yeah. agreed. So I, I think that really, really makes it a classic because a lot of games they were either just too tough from the get go, or um, just too easy. But this one you could get into and you'd want to keep going with it. Well, you know what, Kidos? That's a perfect segue into the thing I hated because the difficulty <laughs> for this game to me was just it was it got to the point of me just being frustrated with it i from going like i started off with beginner and i did pretty good on beginner but then i i decided okay i love let's just go ahead and step this up all the way up to expert bad bad choice cool with the bombs there it's like how does anybody ever like avoid these but it was too difficult yes and yeah yeah and you mean the cars that would explode when you hit them? Those, those? no, not the, not just those, but in the expert level, on like on the king, uh-huh. when you there were some, bombs on the road. Yeah, there were bombs. Oh, like it was like landmines. Like oh, those are there regardless. That's just the course. Oh, I know. That's what I mean. It was like you know, like city something level three, and it's like yeah, mute, okay, this mute is the beginning three. for the like the the king, and it's like. Mm-hmm. I can't even get like a quarter way through without dying. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it it really just, but even going stepping back to standard difficulty, I thought was way harder than beginners. Like five beginners, like step zero, standard step maybe ten, and then expert. I have no idea. It just seemed ridiculously hard. You know, that's so funny because, like, I had the opposite experience. I found... Beginner was, was hardest? Yeah, yes. Beginner was the, the hardest because the other drivers didn't know how to drive. So they'd hit you every yeah. turn. But, but I can avoid those easier than walls and bombs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. yeah. Well, okay, Kita, so you like that. But what was something you didn't like? What I didn't like was yeah. the other drivers, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Those I were mean, frustrating, yeah, yes. especially on turns. Yes, yeah, because if you like, it, it seemed like if they tapped you, that was it for you. You'd be yeah. going, you'd be flying in reverse. And I was like, "What? Well, okay, sometimes they would fly, you know, away, but yeah. most of the time I was doing more of the flying yes. and not them. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, come on, yeah." And I, oh, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I, I. That's one thing I didn't like. I wasn't sure if it was just my skill factor in who who chooses to be flying or not. You know, yeah. who's flying off because it seemed like it was ninety percent me. 
Right, because I would come up behind like other mm-hmm. cars and try to bump them off, mm-hmm. and then it would bump me farther off than them. It was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I would say, like, I didn't like that either, guys. I would say it wouldn't be so bad though if you're just competing against those other three cars. But I thought it was a little ridiculous to have all these sort of random cars that don't really matter. Oh just on no, the for road. me it adds to the challenge. I like, I I would disagree with you on that because I don't like. These racing games are like, oh, I'm like number two or I'm number one, and there's no like other cars for me to pass. It gets kind of boring. So, but it, have those cars matter? I feel like they're just randomly generated, just yeah, wherever. Yeah, that's true. You know, for at first I hated it, and I actually didn't even realize it was other cars. I thought it was just lapping people. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were actually other cars till later. Oh, but, okay, gotcha. Um, at that point, I I I I felt the same way as Paul. I like that it mm-hmm. added that because at first you feel like you know there's nothing that's gonna stop you. You got this. But yeah. those things they really they they shake with your confidence. Yeah, <laughs> it adds to the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Something else that adds to the challenge that I didn't like is that you pretty much you die. You die if you jump off the road or if you crash. It's like well, not if you. Crash. That makes sense. If your power is down, then you die. But jumping out the if you accidentally like get hit, especially in the middle of a jump, and you end up off the road, you're just done, and you have to start over. That's the thing. Those were never accidental. It was always the other cars pushing you off. Well, okay, yes, exactly. Oh, oh. Well, no, I'll say that. That's actually my my uh, least favorite thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Paul, what's something you really hate about F Zero? Um, I can only think of one more thing, and that's what I really hate. Okay, then we'll 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 pass by that. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll without mention, hitting a wall. Hopefully, without yeah. a wall. <laughs> that is what I didn't like. Some of the turns, uh-huh. yes. Were- ridiculous it was a square into a square into a square yeah it's like how do you get past that without like almost coming to a complete stop and not have the other cars pass you right i bet you know what i i wonder i wonder if people that get really pro at this and i should have watched some let's plays but i wonder if you actually do some intentional bumping off walls just because of the physics of how it'll move you around corners like that yeah but then you die with the lack of power well but well yeah but that's why you always recharge but if that's the only if you're pro enough that that's the only part that you're really you're only taking hits when you need to for things like that yeah then i think that's that i mean that's what i ended up doing oh yeah yeah that that, would too Uh, I mean, eventually I was trying to do the stop and start thing, but they always passed me. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's it. I'm bouncing off, off the oh, wall. Oh, wow. See, I was actually able to have pretty good luck with uh, combining both the LNR sort of heavy turns or uh, slides or whatever you want to call yeah. it with taking my hand, my finger off the gas. That seemed to help me move around those pretty, pretty decently. See, I could I could use that for some of the like some of the really tough turns, mm-hmm. but the those square turns, mm-hmm. I mean that that just I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much had to be at speed zero to get around doing <laughs> yeah. it that way. So yeah, I, oh, I was get. that where they call this? No, F- this is called B- <laughs> I think I read that it's called F zero because they remember the Formula One racers and they're like, We need something even more extreme. So let's go backwards in enumeration for some reason. <laughs> Formula zero. zero. Yes, exactly. Is that like one of the X 
uh, not X-Men, but Mega Man character Zero? Zero, yeah. Zero, yeah. Yeah, so this is uh. his car game, right? <laughs> sure, like his Paul. Hot Wheels game, yeah. Yes, this is his game. Wow. Keith, is there anything else uh, you didn't like other than the thing that would make F-Zero a tragic game? Mm, let's... I, you know, for the most part, I, just, I really liked it. Okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any other complaints okay. except I didn't know that speed boost existed. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe lack of intuitive gameplay. No, but you guys said the no, gameplay was really good. I don't think so. I think it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that would make F Zero a tragic game is not knowing about the speed boost. Okay. Paul, what would it be for you? Uh, basically, the controls. The controls. It was <laughs> oh, really? So sensitive that I was crashing into walls just trying to boost up. <laughs> um, but I, and as I was playing, I was I was thinking, thank God I I learned to play this game before I actually started driving in real life because it made it so much easier. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, while, and while playing this, it made me, I had the opposite reaction of Kethos. It didn't want me to make me play longer. It wanted me to forget it and just play Mario Kart. Like (laughs) not the the original one, but like one of the latest ones out like right now with the, because the controls are just so much better right now. Yeah. And you know it's interesting that this I don't think this gives away my reign at all, but i I remember really loving the I think the GameCube or the n sixty four version of the f zero I remember really liking that f zero x maybe zero g g x is the gamecube one and you know okay, so you didn't like the controls that's fair, but the thing that i would that I would consider makes f zero a tragic game, and this may just be my perception, but I don't think so, is that I truly believe that the AI cheats, and I hate cheating AI. Okay, so I I have a factual example, and then I have a perceptive example. The factual one is twice, two times, I was racing, and I saw one of the other cars, like if I was Golden Fox, I'd see one of the other playable cars, like Blue Falcon or uh, Pink... Electrofish, whatever it was, they would hit one of the other cars that was about ready to explode and mm-hmm. not get hit at all. And the oh, car yeah. would not explode. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, well, that's because, you know, the, that uh, it friendly cheats. fire yes, is I get not it. on uh, for them. Oh, oh, okay. So they're on cahoots. That's great. So yeah. cheating, cheating, that's one. And then perceptive cheating. Oh, no. Are cheating, you saying that this isn't real? Perceptive cheating is that... If, and I think you guys ran into this and you even spoke to it that you would get bumped a little and then the a guy would be right on you right away, just ready to pass you. Even if it seems like you gained lots of the, yeah. the amount of the amount of uh how much distance that they would gain on me and yeah. it would take me to regain on them seemed like way more than any speed any amount of distance I would gain on them. And I the reason I feel like it makes sense that they're right behind me all the time is that there's no on the mini map. It doesn't say where the other drivers are. And I don't think you can look reverse to see where people are. So that's going to the camera angles, Paul, that where what I alluded to 
prior. It's, oh, I really okay. feel like those types of things really call attention out to me that they're just using a chain AI or an AI that's doesn't hit walls or do anything like that. All right. Mm-hmm. I, is, is that enough to hate a game? Yes. Though? Yes. Okay. Cheating <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> Well, I I have I have Unless, to refute I have oh, to okay. refute yeah. your first point. Ooh, um, okay. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. No, okay. The the they're all in cahoots against you. Yes. It's it's part of the story. How yeah, is that part of the guy, story? Billionaires. You're you're the one guy who's not a billionaire. <laughs> Even Falco's against they're, they're, the Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> they're all they're all in cahoots against you. Then why can you choose any of those cars? You're all the same driver, and you're just having to pick different cars. Because it's the beginning of RPGs, as we know, <laughs> where there's Ooh, choice. Good point. <laughs> this game has more to it than meets the eye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the roll Kitos, of the dice but to see if you survive. <laughs> but there are Final Fantasy games and Dragon Quest games on the NES, so this is not the beginning of RPG. Or is it RPG Racer? Oh my god. <laughs> I think this is more akin to choose your own adventure than it is RPG, but okay. <laughs> did you have Look, Irv? They, they you... were they they wanted to show that you know you could be anyone and still win. <sighs> and I'm curious, did any of you guys beat this game? Uh, I... never ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I beat I beat knights, but I couldn't beat queen or king. See, that's uh, yeah, why I, I thought nice it was so too. weird when I got your email. It's like, hey, you're supposed to be playing it. In fact, you're supposed to be beating it. Like, what? <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I'm curious how far we each get. So I got, I think, into race. I beat Knight. I got into race four, I believe, of Queen and race two or three was the farthest I got in King. That stupid death win, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Deathwind, the worst stage in the history of the world. Well, I don't, I don't Death know what Wind you guys wasn't are talking. So bad, but Deathwind Two was. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I but I unlocked all the characters on Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, well done. For, well done, for Paul. Our, our listeners who haven't seen Deathwind or and Paul, I guess now too. <laughs> uh, there was in in the stage Deathwind. Basically, it was the one stage I hated the most because yes. all the other places I felt like I had control of my car. This one, it was there was like a constant wind yes. on you, so you were I always remember yes. that. Yeah, you were always getting pushed towards the edge. It was it was just terrible. Yeah. I could that was I barely beat the night one where you went there. Mm-hmm. The other ones, I that's where I got stuck. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> we, oh, got we just stuck got in stuck in. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, now that we've sort of entered all our targeting information into the computer. Let's see if Alice has a firing solution for us. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo authority on your mark. Where's that salvo authority again? <laughs> Thank you, Alice, for getting that rating salvo ready for us. Now let's let's fire at our target. Is F Zero a classic, a tragic, a classic, a nostalgic, or a tragic? Keithos, let's start with you. 
So for me, at first, I my prediction was that it was going to be nostalgic. I didn't, you know, after what happened with Mario Kart, I was just disheartened by racing games of old. I didn't Aww. think they would, they would, they would, uh, you know, hold meet up. the standards. Yeah. yeah, they would hold up against today's games. I'm happy to say I would gladly rate this this game a classic. Right. I think it holds up just fine. I was I was playing it as if I would any game I I had just purchased today. So that's cool. Alrighty, so classic from Keithus. Whether you've never played this game before or you've played it as a kid, definitely pick this up. According to Keithus, Paul, how about you? I'm actually Googling Salvo right now. You do that. <laughs> you do that, Paul. Simultaneous discharge of artillery or other guns in a battle. Why are we are we in a battle? Yeah, we're in yes. a ship. We're targeting this game with either our, our And we're gonna blow it up with either a classicness or tragicness. Wow. And why do we have the Salvo authority to do that? There's no authority. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> why does it say releasing Salvo authority? <sighs> oh, F-Zero. I thought this game was... <laughs> Actually, I would rate this game nostalgic. Um, it, it was fun to revisit. I, and in fact, I enjoyed it more than I that than I thought I would. It was like returning to an old friend when I first turned it on. It's like, oh yeah. So that was fun. But then as it got more challenging and challenging, <laughs> so much to the point of frustration, it would be like, and I can't for me, I can't give it a classic because apparently I'm a wimp when it comes to challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so if you have played F-Zero before, Aquarium Paul, probably play it again. And me, Francisco, I rate, I pretty much am in line with Paul. I would rate F-Zero nostalgic. And I was, I'm a lot closer, I think, to rating it tragic just because of how frustrating, just so frustrating this game was. Oh my gosh. Oh, how frustrating? <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, wow. But, but... That music kept me coming back. I kept wanting to play those stages. <laughs> um, and and like like we had said, the art's really good. So there were certainly elements of this game that I really enjoyed. Uh, but I would say there's a lot of other games out there that are better. That if you're if you've never played this before, probably check out those games. For instance, like I had mentioned previous, the F Zero G or GX or the GameCube or N sixty four version. <clears throat> no, I would not recommend Super Mario Kart over this. No, like Mario Kart Seven or like what eight, whatever they're on now, the latest version. Well, Mario the, Kart DS. Yeah, I guess DS because there's no Wii U version yet. But no. Oh. Anyway, okay. Actually, fine. the 3D one is better than the DS. I think that's seven. How about Wave Race sixty four? Huh? Huh? Keep those. Solve authority. Uh, there's, there's Someone who, explain what solve authority gladly. means. We we have we have show fans who All right. keep requesting Wave sixty four. But oh, the Retro Rewind podcast rating F zero a disputed nostalgic game. So we'd recommend if you've played it as a kid, probably go ahead and play it again. Pick it up, whether it's via eBay or virtual console or emulator. But probably don't. Only if you have the game for emulator. Yes, yes. 
please be legal. Only, only uh, emulate games that you have an actual copy of. And um, wait, the real thing, not a copy. The the real thing, yes. <laughs> the cartridge. I have a copy of all these ROMs. <laughs> Oh my! Um, no, an actual like legit cartridge. Oh, you hear copy. that knock on the door? <laughs> <laughs> it's the NSA, Francisco. Why would it be the NSA? It'd be like the FBI if anyone. Yeah, knew. but the they NSA require, is listening. They <laughs> they require your receipt from <laughs> fifteen or more years ago. Wow! Um, it was a gift for my birthday. No receipt. <laughs> Let's get back on the track, guys. Yeah, too late. We burn. <sighs> we hit the wall on this yeah. one. Ah, very nice. Crash and burn. Well, let's leave this old one in the dust and see what's new on our tubes. New tube systems engaged. Let's see. Let's start with Paul this time. What's new on your tube? Woohoo! All right. So, what has been on my tube lately? is this app on the uh, at least it's available for Android. I forgot to look it up for the the iPhone, but it's uh Despicable Me Minion Rush. <laughs> I believe that's on iOS too also. Um basically it's like uh I was about to say it's like the Tomb Raider model. It's not the Tomb Raider. What's that 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 running that Tomb Raider Temple Run. Temple, Temple run. run, yeah, it's it's like that. It, but you're one of the minions, and you're running, and you're collecting items and bananas instead of coins. It's bananas, and there's lots of little mini games in it. And uh, so that's been consuming my time. I've been enjoying that. Very very cool. And uh, it's free. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's convenient. Yeah. Uh, Keithus, what's new on your tube? Uh, so what's new on my tube is kind of a big thing. It's a uh, you can see it here, Francisco. But it's our the, listeners can't. I know. <laughs> so it's, describe it. Yeah. So it's the Nvidia Shield. Oh, and, I thought it was a hunk of black plastic. <laughs> it is, but it, what's cool <laughs> yeah. about it is. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for that introduction to it. Um, it's. The best way to think of it is an Xbox 360 controller with literally a tablet attached to it as the screen. Wait, like a, an Android tablet? Yes, an Android tablet. Yeah. Is, is it Android based? Yes, it's uh, it's actually running Gingerbread or whatever. Okay, the, the Android thing is called. So, um, and it's it's literally attached onto this controller. Um, that is all the Xbox 360 buttons and everything. And does it only play Android games? Can so it's it's kind of cool. I can actually hook it up to my computer and stream computer games directly to it and use oh, the controller wow. as a controller while seeing it on the screen of the the shield. And That's in addition cool. to that, yeah, in addition to that, it has its own Android store with its own Android games like Grand Theft Auto and a bunch of others that are like what? tailored to it. Yeah. And I mean, my favorite part, though, I mean, all that stuff is really cool. But my favorite part 
is it has emulators for everything. For oh. PlayStation 1, for <gasps> SNES, for Super Nintendo, for N64, for Sega Saturn. I mean, you name it, it's got it. Virtual Boy. Besides that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't I don't think it's Atari 2600. I there is an Atari. There's even a DOS emulator. Horseshoes. <laughs> Tag. <laughs> Hide and seek. Hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, Gizzo. So that's um, the Nvidia Shield. Oh, Paul. Oh, yeah, I have a question. How much does that typically run for? Um, so it's right now five double A's. No USB six hours USB charger, but um, you, you're talking about price, right? Now yeah. Francisco's got me confused with battery life. Oh, but that's a good question. Do you, how is the battery life on it? It's really good. Uh, I can play it for pff, at least a day or two before well, I. I need a solid week. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, if you're using it for like Android games, yeah. the battery lasts a lot longer. Oh, nice. When I'm streaming the PC, then it lasts like a day or two so. wow so you can last an entire plane ride playing streaming full video motion uh i don't know about if i streaming it to well, a plane maybe it not streaming but it's plain internet is but no but okay let's let's say you're not streaming but it's just playing off the, the oh, tablet yeah. or whatever that's it can go yeah. like a full 18 hours oh definitely wow uh, yeah i mean I, well, it depends on the game, but for the most part, any Android game I play, the battery lasts what feels like forever before nice. I have to charge it. So this is and, and oh, go ahead. I was going to say this may become yeah. a sub new tube, but have you played Towerfall, Kidos? I hear that's a really popular Android game. Towerfall. Uh, I have not actually. Oh. Um, well, it, I would it, check that out. Is that like Flappy uh-huh. Bird? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, but yeah. very cool, Kidos. So the Nvidia <laughs> Shield. Hey, you didn't answer my question oh my about oh, which oh the price yeah, it's uh it, I got I got it for I think it's two hundred, um but I heard they're actually gonna price cut it again next month. Okay, so it's gonna go down to like a hundred. Yeah, one ninety nine. They're bringing it down. Yeah, one dollar. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know, but oh yeah, cool. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So Francisco. You you were saying, <laughs> what is new on your two? <laughs> uh, I'm actually I was looking through our archives and I was surprised that I have not mentioned uh, this guy before. He's a YouTuber called Smooth McGroove, and he does a lot of acapella uh, music for old video games. And I'm going to play a little bit of this one. You may recognize. I love his stuff. So while that plays a little bit, I'll talk over it. So, yeah, I I found him, I want to say, at least a year ago. And he's released four albums now. And it's just, the stuff he does is amazing. I really love it. And um, so definitely check him out. Just do a YouTube search for Smooth McGroove or links to this, the NVIDIA Shield, and the Minion Temple Run ripoff will be in the show, <laughs> show notes at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 34. You should have had this music playing during the whole episode. <laughs> wow. 
Um, so, Alice, with that, let's move on to a slower segue. <laughs> <laughs> Our feedback and contact info. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Still says, sounds like she says co-sites, not com sites. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's nice, Paul. She's actually saying com sites. Uh, I don't have any feedback. Um, I did have, there was a little Facebook exchange I had with your brother, Paul, about, sorry about that. something. I honestly don't remember what it was now, but Josh, if you're listening, thank you for that. Wow. And I'm sure it was <laughs> kind of cool. Well, it's something you didn't care for, Paul. I forget Thanks what it Thanks for now. bothering me about something <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but did you have any any feedback, Paul, like from Facebook or anything? Um, oh, no. I'll take that as a no, yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, let's just go ahead and share how people can get in touch with us if they'd like to reach out to us. Kitos, let's start with you. Uh, so people can reach me at my Twitter, uh, which is at uh, CoolDeluxe, Q-O-O-L-D-E-L-U-X-X. Uh, that's the best way for them to reach me. Awesome. And do you have, huh. I was going to say, do you have anything to promote this time? NVIDIA Shield. Um, <laughs> and the RoboCop movie. <laughs> I mean, things you're Wait, working the old on. One? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, actually, um, well, they're not ready yet, but okay. my, I've talked about it in a previous show. So. Yes. Drugs are still cooking. <laughs> wow watch out robocop will come get you yeah. <laughs> nuke <laughs> that's nuke, robocop nuke. 2 no that's robocop 2 um very good uh paul what's what's not doing your two how can no, people the get best way for people to reach me oh okay so okay people when you want to reach me when you take your arm and you reach out to me, stop yanking on my arm so hard. Please just be polite. Tap me on the shoulder or say, hey, excuse me. Stop being so violent. Or you can contact me on the web by Twitter at Paul J. Powers. <laughs> or go to my webpage, pauljpowers.com. That's the best way. Yeah, or you can talk to my dog, Bentley. <laughs> Yeah, if you reach if you reach out and pull Paul too much, Bentley will. Uh, no, he barks you? at other things. Oh, okay. Um, and did you have anything you wanted to promote, Paul, other than your fine website? Um, riff tracks. Okay, uh, cool. if you go on the on the site and you like riff tracks, go ahead and click on the link on our website at retrorewindpodcast.com. Slash click support. On the, yeah, you'll find uh, a link. Click for on that. the banner there. There's no or do they now. have to go to support now? Support now, yeah. We've recently changed our website, uh, and oh, now what's you... a riff track? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Are you familiar <laughs> with? Uh, um, now I totally forgot. Yes, thank you. Are you familiar with that? I am. Okay, so it's basically those when that show ended. The the people who did that were like, um, "We don't want to stop doing this. How can we?" 
continue doing this but still get a little money well the internet came along and like hey we can provide a way for you to keep on doing it without having to pay these high you know, corporate uh, executives and so Rift Tracks is their site where you can actually go and download uh, mp3 files to listen to while the latest movies are playing oh cool yeah yeah, so they have ones for like Avengers, Star Trek, uh, lots of the big blockbuster movies, and um, some of the not so great movies too. Well, sure, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. I think Sharknado is one they're going to be doing soon. Oh no! Yeah, so things like that. Oh no, yeah. um, we can't promote that. Well, <laughs> it <needs to> just end. <laughs> but if you'd like to support the show, we get a little uh, cut from any purchase you make through our website that you make over on Rift, Rift Tracks if you go through our website. So that'd be awesome if you would do that. And to all those who have done that or clicked on any of our Amazon links or anything like that, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting the show in that way. Paul, I want to thank you for being on the show as always. You're welcome, as always. And Gidas, thank you for being on the show once again. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me again. This is fun. Absolutely. Uh, most of all, though, thank you, listener, for listening to the show. And Paul is now going to tell you how to or where we're going to be rewinding to next time. Oh, I guess it's my turn now. <laughs> next time, we will be rewinding back to the year 1988 for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Aww. But until then... <laughs> We would love if you would share the show with your friends. And if you want to support us even more, just uh, rewind the podcast about a minute or two and and hear all about that. And if you want to friend, follow, pin, or plus us, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash social. But if all you want to do is send us some good old-fashioned written feedback or questions, um, yank on Francisco's arm really hard, oh not mine. Or, or go to the contact page on RetroRewindPodcast.com. Thank you, Paul. And I do want to give a quick shout-out to Retro Days. That's Retro-D-A-Z-E.org uh, for ho- having us be a part of their community. Go check them out uh, for lots of fun retro articles and a forum. And last but not least, I already said it, but I'll say it again. We really appreciate you for listening, whether you're doing chores, you're working out, or commuting to work. Driving, yes. Or uh, commuting on your bike, maybe. That's something I do. (laughs) Or on your F-Zero. Or on your F-Zero. Or your Batmobile. (sighs) Yeah. You won't even let me race the the Batwing. Come on now. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. However you get to or from work. We Maybe appreciate- it's not work. <laughs> Maybe I'm off to fight the Joker. <laughs> That's work. We appreciate you listening to the show, downloading it, subscribing, rating. It's really awesome. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Rewind mission complete. Complete. Proceed to nap point omega. Nap point omega. And return to base. Return to base. Okay, return to base is obvious what she said. That's fine. But <laughs> That's she obvious. said map pointer maker. No. <laughs> point <laughs> omega <laughs> is pointer maker. <laughs>
Nope. Falcon died. <laughs> Crashed into the wall. 